Hello and welcome to our third podcast. It's been three weeks. It's amazing. And oh, man. I need to let you guys I need to let you guys in on a little secret here. Um, this is actually 3.2, version 3.2. <laughs> now, why is it version 3.2, you may ask? Well, because the recording device that I use to take my vocals because computers did not, suck. Record, did not record properly. So it is Sunday at 5.30 p.m. and we are recording. We recorded yesterday at Saturday around 1 p.m. So 24 hours more than more have transpired since we last spoke. Um, but you're getting this podcast now. I hope you guys enjoy it. So let me introduce you to We're myself. that dedicated, just, just as an FYI. We're that dedicated. <laughs> um, my name's Joe, a.k.a. Rough House Plays on Twitch. Um, and I introduce my buddy over here, Justin, a.k.a. SJW, a.k.a. Shit Just Works, um, onto the pod. Hey, and, yo, uh, what up? And I just want to thank everyone for joining us today, um, wherever you're listening, whether it's on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or if you're watching us on YouTube. And uh, please rate and review us on any of the podcast or YouTube channels that you see us on. And uh, five stars would be much appreciated. Only five stars. Nothing else is acceptable. And we're not going to try to rush this, but we're probably going to move a little bit faster than we did in the first podcast. But I think we're going to get all of our information in um, that we want to. So we're going to start off. In fact, right there's going to be more information because of what we found out about the PlayStation. So you want to you want to you want to lead us into the, the PlayStation news? Yeah, actually, that's a great segue to the fact that we found out that there is some information being leaked. Uh, sources on 4chan anonymously have stated that there is a possibility that there will be an event on April. Uh, April, wow, February. 5th. Same thing. I don't know you're you're April close. Certainly off by like two months. A couple months. <laughs> uh, February fifth, in which they are going to be announcing the price point and possibly some features that will be on the PS5, which could include backwards com compatibility and remote play. Now, the biggest news that we have to talk about here is that the rumored price is $499, which if you listen to last week's podcast, I am predicting a $499 for the PlayStation 5, and I'm predicting probably three different types of Xboxes when they release their price points, and I think it's going to yes. be 399 499 599 and uh, like I said in the in the first recording <laughs> anything is better than whatever the PlayStation 3 came out as which wait 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 we looked this up the first time it was 699 no 599 was it 600 five, it I think it was 599 yep it was so, 599 uh, but back yep. then but they had two different like versions yes they had two yes. different versions 499 599 version of it and yes. um so that's going to be pretty big, and you found out just from searching the interwebs that they have pulled out of E3, is um, correct? Yes, so as a uh, podcast venturer here, I uh, also listen to and frequent some of the other video game podcasts, and uh, in my podcast travels, I found that E3 is not going to be having Sony this year, and and uh, Microsoft is still going, and I and I think there was some other uh, some other people that actually pulled out of E3 as well. So E3, I guess uh, over the last couple of years at least, has been kind of having an identity crisis. Uh, I guess Sony doesn't really agree with where E3 is headed. Um, they want it to be more of a like celebrating the gamer type thing, 
Mm -hmm. and E3 wants to stay as the whole, like, we have cool technology, we're gonna show you everything cool and make you buy it, like, you know, that, that type of thing, and, um, Sony's not into it, so Microsoft now is, like, you know, big, big men on campus, they are, like, the person at E3, um, and they'll probably, I don't know, I mean, that, that's probably, is very good for them, so, I, I really am not sure if this is the right move by Sony. Uh, you know, it gives Microsoft free reign of E3 uh, to kind of show off and, and toot their own horn. And, you know, Sony's not going to be printing. Now, there, there is going to be a lot of boots there, I imagine, with Sony stuff. I mean, you can't really get away truly from Sony. Um, so I think that's probably what they're banking on. But I don't know, man. It just it just seems odd. Uh, but the this news that we found on 4chan, it said February 5th, right? Yes. So February fifth is supposedly when the game is, or not the game, the when they're gonna have some info on the system. They're gonna have their own event. What was in New York City? So yeah, I think they have like a Sony like Sony, place. Yeah. yeah, like a, like a Sony store or something like that. So uh, that might be kind of why they're releasing it with their own event as opposed yep. to E three because E three. Listen, when I was growing up, that's what I looked forward to every year, wondering if they were gonna release a new console. Like right. literally every single year. And I would get my Game Informer and Game Informer would have the whole coverage of E3 and there'd be like this five page long article on why the Xbox 360 is going to revolutionize the gaming industry and, and all that cool stuff. So it's kind of disappointing that E3 has turned into what it is now. But, you know, things things are a changing. So, uh, you know, they are going to be at CES. You know, there's probably going to be some other event that pops up as the, you know, the the next E3, so to speak. So I'm sure I'm sure they'll figure out their... Uh, what's gonna happen yeah and um i think they'll be fine you know that's this is not the first time a company has decided not to uh play their system wasn't up it or, ea ea i Didn't forget they leave? who it was but someone decided not to go last year and mm -hmm. it was they were still fine so they did their own thing yeah and uh you know as far as the price point is concerned you know the the ps3 you know like i said it released at 600 back then that was like $300 above what people were expecting. You know, everybody expected $300 or so. And that's, I think, did the 360, the 360 started at 400, didn't it? And then it I believe went so, down. Yeah. And okay. I think it went down to 300 pretty quickly. So I think so, yeah. That was more the expected price point. So 600 blew it out of the water, and then PS3 kind of screwed itself, which is why it didn't sell that well. Um, with this, 600, I think, I think everybody's expecting 500. So I think 600 is uh, would be what's acceptable, generally acceptable. Uh, so if it does come out at 499, that is perfectly fine. Honestly, that's I would mm -hmm. expect 600 from Sony, but 500 would be amazing, and uh, I will be definitely picking one up. I don't know, you, Joe. You said you wanted to wait a little bit. So it depends on you know the finances. I'm uh, going to put my eggs in the Xbox basket, um, <laughs> and that's why. So I'm going to pur purchase that one first, um, and then if I have some extra cash, as they say. I will probably pick up a PS5 as well, but we'll see. Because yeah, they're gonna both going to be coming out around the same time. I wouldn't doubt that they yeah. come out within a week or two of each oh, other. Yeah. So they'll pr they're they're both going to play the game of back and forth of like who's going to release first, and we're going to mm -hmm. push up our date. We're going to push back our date. Like I yeah. get because whoever releases first ultimately is going to have the advantage. So especially around the holiday season, if unless mm -hmm. it's too early, like if you release in like September October, that might be too early. But once you now get to November, November, they're gonna the first in person, yeah, the first person to release in November will have that little bit of an edge on the other person. So, it, I don't know, I don't, I don't know how they're gonna kind of win that battle. <laughs> I never really thought about that. So, um, yeah. But all right, so 
the uh, the next topic. What what was it that you had found on? Um, so, Mortal Kombat Eleven. Well, this oh, yeah. is more just this is more just for me than anything else. And like I said, um, in the podcasts uh, that we talk about, that this is stuff that we think are, is interesting. If we find any big breaking news, we'll talk about it. But this is just stuff that we look up and go into and talk about. And the thing is, the Joker is being released. Um, early access is January twenty eighth. That is if you pre-ordered the combat pack or bought a collector's edition that had it included. Um, and then everyone will be able to play him in early February. I believe it's the first week of February. So it's basically just a week apart. You get to play him early access if you had pre-ordered it um, on January 28th. And then the next week you will be able to play him or purchase him um, if you didn't. So... They did a stream, NetherRealm did, on their Twitch channel, and that was last Thursday. Um, and they basically showed off the Joker, and he had some really cool um, fighting maneuvers and things like that. They really were able to take the essence of the Joker, bring him into the Mortal Kombat world, not make him feel out of place. And um, I'm excited for him just because he has so many cool things. Yeah, so. and I, I'm pulling up the uh, the trailer so for anybody watching the YouTube uh, version of our podcast, the vodcast, whoever whoever came up with that term, honestly, they 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 deserve a gold star. That's that's <laughs> very good. Uh, but anyways, the the trailer is uh, is pretty cool. I mean, it shows. Or you were saying, so I haven't played MK11, so I guess they have like weapons they can switch out, right? Um, so it's not weapons that they switch out. So each person or or character has one type of like weaponish item that they can use and basically you can change the look of it and then from there you can attach statistics or stats to it and it could come with certain like you know attributes to it so uh okay. they have uh they have like three different pieces per character that can be changed out um that aren't only just for visual effect they also can put attributes on it as well so okay yeah because i've seen like he used like a cane and then he's got yep. knives and then i think mm -hmm. I think one other thing, but one of his, one of his, uh, fate, I think it was a fate. No, it wasn't a fatality. I think it was just a move. One of his special moves is he's, he bounds, he makes a clone, bounds up his clone and his clone starts hopping all bound up towards the enemy. And then his head explodes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so they definitely, I mean, like you said, they definitely, I'm going to move, I'm going to move the video over. So, so people can see me. I was blocking my mm -hmm. face with the video. Um, and I think, I think they did do a good job. My only thing is. And I just don't, I don't know his face. His face does not remind me of literally any Joker that I've seen. Period. I don't think it's supposed to. I think the whole point is that they're taking like a bunch of different Jokers and trying to make him his own version of himself for the Mortal Kombat series. Um, if you've looked at different drawings, different comic books, um, different movies, no Joker is identical for the most part. So yeah, there's a million of them. Jesus. Yeah. So I think that's just another situation where they're like, okay, we're going to make him his own. And, um, you know, I'm pretty partial to the Batman puppet attack that he has. So he's got a puppet that you can pull out. That's uh, basically Batman. And he fires a gun in his mouth. And um, oh, yeah. <laughs> apparently if you hold it and you don't release the button, he'll actually have a conversation with the Batman puppet. So <laughs> it is, um, it's pretty sweet. So great. I'm We're looking forward to that. teaching people at a young age to, uh, to basically be insane. It's great. So, so yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And I hope all the uh, viewers and listeners are also looking forward to playing the Joker um, coming up 
it looks like this Tuesday. So I hopefully, MK... when you're listening to this, you can play him. So I think. Well, wait, wait. This Tuesday? Yeah, it's coming so... out on early access is January twenty eighth. Oh, twenty eighth. Who... Okay. Yeah. So Sweet. we're recording on the twenty sixth. So you'll probably be able to listen to this hopefully on the twenty seventh or the twenty eighth due to our delay. I don't know how fast we're going to be able to edit this up, um, but we're going to try to push it out for our normal time. If not, it might release on Tuesday, and if it does, it releases the same day that the Joker does. So you'll probably be listening to this, and if you had it pre-ordered um, like I did, you'll be able to play them while you're listening to us. Yeah, so, and you know, the awesome. last uh, the last Mortal Kombat that I bought anyways, I think was for PS... I think it was, it was Mortal Kombat 10. Because this is a... Mm-hmm. I think it was for PS4, but... Um, I don't know. I've never been crazy about fighting games. I played a lot of uh, Super Smash because my roommates that I used to live with in one of the old houses I was living at, uh, they all were super good at Smash. They would go to tournaments and stuff like yeah. that. So, um, and speaking of speaking of that, all right. So I can't I can't ask you to guess because unfortunately we already went over all of these these figures on what games <laughs> on what fighting games are the best selling of all time yeah who's you know, whose fault is that rough whose fault is that okay that that's my fault <laughs> and you know it's sad too because the one thing that we try to do in this podcast and being a new podcast is to show our knowledge and to show that we know what we're talking about and we're just not too guys that just decided to do a podcast about video games and know nothing about but aren't we? The, but aren't we though? <laughs> but aren't we just two dudes doing a podcast? So I was able to successfully um, answer his questions off off my head. Off whoa, whoa, whoa! You did not get you did not get the best franchise ever. Yeah, you it was didn't... Smash Brothers. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. But you guessed Street Fighter that. first. No, I did not. Oh, okay. Wait, are we gonna we're gonna are we gonna do this? We're gonna we're gonna do this on the podcast. Are we gonna go back you wanna, to the? You want to throw hands? Are we doing this? Go back. <laughs> Go back to the actual recording of you because you have your recording. Yeah, that's that's right, people. That's because I can record things. I know how to record. (laughs) And a hundred percent, he's going to respond with, "Wow, you got it! It's Smash Brothers." We talked about Street Fighter. Yes, we did. But when you asked the question, (laughs) I answered properly. It was Smash Brothers. All right. Well, either way, and I'm I'm going back to check that. By the way, I will. I will be. I'm. Oh, I'm checking it. I'm hundred percent confident, and as a matter of fact, I want you to actually take that cut and then <laughs> place it here, where you say, "Where you hear? Where you not do not hear my answer, but you hear SJW's reaction." All right, so, so place it, it here. We are recording at around the fifteen thirty mark. Put it in. All right, and then I'll. So for those of you listening on the podcast, that means you have to venture on over to YouTube. And you'll see the final results of the uh, edit after the fact. So we'll we'll see we'll see who wins there. But anyways, let's get to the point because this will actually be on the podcast now. Uh, of who is or who, what uh, fighting franchise basically sold the most? So first there was the games. So we actually went through the games list first. So the the number one selling game of all time, uh, fighting wise, was Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Number two with 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 fifteen point seven two million copies sold. Uh, number two is Street Fighter 2. Number three is Super Smash for the 3DS and Wii U, which I still think is... I, I think you're right. I think it was just because everybody could play it. So they're just, you know, it's it's on... The Wii is such a widespread popular system. They're like, screw it, let's buy it. Um, Super Smash Brothers Brawl, which I thought would be the higher one on this list, was fourth with 13.3 million. 
Mortal Kombat 10 was 10.5 at number 5. And then uh, Street Fighters 4, Tekken 3, Tekken 5, Super Smash Bros. Melee at number 9. And then the original OG MK at 6 million at number 10. So then franchises, we got Super Smash Bros., with which uh, Ruff definitely did not guess. Uh, Tekken <laughs> is number 2. Uh, with 47 total million. Super Smash Bros. was 56.88 total million. And uh, number three, which we were both surprised about. Do you remember what number three was, Ruff? All right, so it wasn't Dead or Alive, which is like no. one of the ones that you thought it was. I'm trying to remember. It was, uh, wasn't was Soul Calibur. Um, gosh, and I got this right too, by the way. But it's like, now I'm blanking on it uh, but if you want to go back to the tape i'll give you a hint i was wearing during the last yeah, it was dragon ball it was dragon ball it was dragon ball and you want to know what it, and i'm gonna tell you play it back sjw i also answered that correctly and i said oh whoa 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 you're now you're trying to say you guessed two of them oh I man did, and you're you... setting yourself up for failure dude oh That's like actually a as a matter of fact i'm setting myself up for success. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up now. I now I'm starting. Now to I'm gonna lean myself. back and just uh, take it all in as you as listen to the front. you listen to SJW's reaction to my answers. Oh God. All right. And then uh, number four all time was Street Fighter. And you know honestly, and, and it, technically Mortal Kombat's tied with Street Fighter. They both sold 45 million copies, but they have Street Fighter listed as four and MK as five. I am really surprised. Like, I would have figured MK and Tekken were swapped, and MK would have been two, and Tekken would have been five. And they're not. But what I will I say, think, two through I, well, five is all within, what, like, two million copies. Yeah, and I think um, I think it's a lot of the Asian influence with Tekken and stuff like that. Yeah, and Dragon Ball. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. Bandai, Namco, um, yeah. stuff like that. They, these guys, they create these games um, that, you know, go through not just North America, but to asia and places like that and so there's a lot there that ends up you know boosting the numbers you know and uh mortal Kombat is you know an american-made game and i don't think the fandom has as much of an impact in those countries that have a lot of people Mm-hmm. versus oh, yeah. uh, versus north america so when you have dragon ball and you have Tekken being made by Japanese companies there's already a huge following in a in countries that have way more population than North America does so you you're adding North yeah. America to the mix there where with uh, other games such as Mortal Kombat the base is North America and then you get what you get from Europe and Asia so well it's like i'm I'm gonna look this up but i'm gonna say it before i look it up i'm pretty positive china's population is around like two billion and america china is 400 million yeah no china has the most people for sure all right so china china's at almost 1.4 billion so i was a little high on that but it's still the most it's still the most amount of people um in and then country wise so the u.s is three yeah 327 okay so the u.s actually hasn't really changed much recently um china yeah. well china's china you know you know they get their problems with population so sure. um all right so um oh and speaking of that actually before we forget kakarot is yes. a thing yes so yeah. 
Uh, yeah, actually, no, you knew more about this than me. What was? Well, uh, it was just that it it's on sale. It's on sale right now. Um, hopefully, it will still be on sale when you listen to this podcast. Um, you can get it for about forty nine ninety nine or fifty dollars in most uh, U.S. Re- resellers like um, Target, Walmart, places like that. Not, I don't think Amazon has it for fifty, but um, I think. Yeah, actually, they may, and it's yep, buy they do. Two. Just looked it up, forty nine okay. ninety four, and it's buy, off. and it's buy two get one free at most of those places. So you can buy a couple other games, mm-hmm. and get one free. So it's a and great I will deal. actually put a link below uh, in the description. So to the Amazon one. So if you guys Grab want it. to, yeah, buy the the Kakarot, uh, definitely use the link in the description below in the YouTube video. And yep. I think I could put it in the podcast video too. No? Yeah, I don't know. And you know the other um, thing too is I was watching it on Twitch and I felt like everyone who was playing it had never watched Dragon Ball before because they were so surprised by everything. But I'll tell you something, it is super smooth animation. The game looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, if I have some discretionary income. I probably will pick it up too. So using the big words, discretionary income. Hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully, all well. Actually, for gamers, I'm sure every gamer listening to this podcast is well aware of discretionary income. <laughs> That's by definition, we have to deal with that on a daily basis. It's the the ultimate gamer dilemma. All right, uh, no. so. That's it for fighting games. Um, so we do have one other piece of news that we want to introduce, which is one of my favorite ones right now. Um, and considering, actually, so now that it's Sunday, I actually just um, placed ninth. I did my first Legends of Runeterra tournament earlier today. Yes, golf clap, golf clap, golf clap. Um, so I placed ninth, used a completely crap deck, uh, just, you know, basically <laughs> with cards that you start with. So I feel like I did pretty good. Um, and that was, I wanted to do that. Um, to see how far you can make it on like a budget deck, quote unquote. But with that said, that goes into the esports realm of uh, of discussion here. And one of the things that I found online that I wanted to bring up was it was on The Verge actually. Yep. And it had to do with Activision Blizzard and YouTube. And we all know Activision Blizzard. We know how big they are, and we know how big YouTube and Google are. And now they are, to use Joe's terminology on the last podcast they're in bed with each other (laughs) and uh youtube so basically i'll just read the title youtube signs exclusive streaming deal for activision esports like call of duty and overwatch and i did clarify that that does include hearthstone and i am also a hearthstone player so uh mucho grande interesante is uh what i'd like to call that and honestly i mean call call of duty and hearthstone are definitely in the top like 10 or 15 of competitive esports games call of duty i think is in like the top five and overwatch is, is also in the top 10 um yep. so actually overwatch might have fallen back a little bit i know it's, it's definitely lost a little bit of popularity but this is huge um you know there's been a lot of streamers that have been bought out by youtube or not youtube by um, various places by google for youtube gaming facebook for facebook gaming and mixer for uh so we all know mixer mixer if, if you haven't heard by now ninja got bought out by mixer he used to be huge on twitch now he is only on mixer you got somebody like disguise toast that is now on uh facebook gaming jesus too many platforms now and i think this article in particular mentions that uh jack courage dunlop is now on youtube gaming so it's just uh it's interesting what's happening in the esports world in the esports industry now and 
I don't know. I mean, what are you? What are your first thoughts about this uh, this whole deal with them getting into bed with each other? I think it's just like anything else when you talk about corporations trying to battle each other. Um, they're just trying to get unique content, um, exclusive content. It's no different than when PlayStation gets Square Enix to make the Final Fantasy games just for their their stuff. You know what I mean? And um, that's the only Xbox... system it deserves to be on, by the way. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> oh my God. Yo, all right, listen. Final I, Fantasy I grew up on PlayStation. It should stay on PlayStation, okay? So That's... here's the thing. So now I'm getting a stress headache from this because <laughs> Microsoft didn't wasn't in the video game world back then, so that's not fair. Okay. Oh, that is a good point. That is a fair point. Okay. But I do have to say, I will be playing Final Fantasy VII Remake on the Xbox One or the oh, Xbox. You are such X, a disappointment to me. You're such yeah, a disappointment I'm to me, Joe. Do it. And I'm doing oh. it just to. I'm doing it just to oh. get you angst up. I'm not I even doing like it. I have I a PlayStation Four. In the heart. I can oh. buy it on the PS4, but I'm gonna buy it on the Xbox just to. Spend oh, you Xbox. even have a P. Oh God. Oh. Yeah, I have, I have the God of War edition. Oh my God. Oh so, really? That's yeah. a that's a nice that's a nice one too. That's wow. one of the you're, you're, one of the rarer ones apparently. I, I what I was you, reading. It is, yeah. You're killing me, Smalls. You're, you're killing me, Smalls. Ooh, speaking of rare, random side note. This thing. So, in the in the YouTube video. So I actually also yep. went to a Hearthstone fireside gathering. They gave yes. out these pins. Um, I went yesterday. So that was also mm -hmm. after we recorded. So so much has happened in 24 hours since we first recorded this podcast. Um, these pins apparently are a thing. Like people yeah. really love pins now i guess i guess pins are a, a collectible item and pins like are people put on their hats and stuff yeah what's that of bob's so, burgers oh you got a bob's burgers pin that's way cooler than mine man right. that's from <laughs> uh that's from loot crate when i used to do some loot crate stuff so yeah oh there you go yeah and i just i mean i don't know I, the pin definitely looks cool but i didn't know there was uh like pops right every time i see a pops i'm like holy crap like i gotta get me some pops and you can see if, if you're watching the youtube pops. you can Hold see on. some in the in the background of Joe's uh, Joe's recording studio, we'll call it here. Uh, oh, you know, Spider-Man pop. Yeah, if, you, if you guys don't know, Joe's favorite superhero is Spider-Man. He he basically is Spider-Man. Like you should you should see Joe. He uh he's he's like a reincarnation of Spider-Man. <laughs> you got enough you got enough Spider-Man stuff, dude. Yeah. Dude. Actually, somebody somebody actually hit me up on Instagram. He had a Spider-Man comic. Um. Um, he said he might actually, if he finds something, in, he lives around here, like in Rhode yep. Island. He said he would uh, mail it out if uh, if he finds something interesting, Spider-Man wise. Cool. So I'm pulling for you, man. I'm pulling Thanks. for you. Thanks. But um, so back to back to we always get sidetracked. Back <laughs> to Call of Duty and Overwatch, um, and Activision. So just to clarify too, this does mean this is for esports. So I actually had made a comment to Joe when we were first talking about this, which was you know what what exactly, and I had to read into the article a little bit more. So it's just the major events. So like yeah. you know, world world championships, uh, pro league stuff like that, tours stuff like, and but like Hearthstone as an example, basically all like if if I were to guess, and I'm pretty I haven't looked into this, but I have a feeling because I have been into Hearthstone for a pretty long time. Most of the views on Twitch for Hearthstone are competitive Hearthstone. Yeah. So that's when the views skyrocket. Obviously in any game, but if if there's no competition or if there's no like big you know high level tournament hearthstone doesn't have a whole lot of views so i i mean hearthstone for the most part that might kill hearthstone a little bit on twitch i i honestly think so call of duty and overwatch is they're so big 
yeah. that I don't think – I mean, people are still going to stream it on Twitch. It's not a big deal. But um, I think this, on top of, you know, Mixer taking Ninja and Disguise Toast going to Facebook Gaming and all this other stuff, uh, I think this is going to be the, the last thing to kind of start pushing the momentum towards other gaming platforms. Finally. Everybody thought it was Ninja, but nothing really happened after that. That was just, like, the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. I think now that so many chain events have happened, yeah. like think about it. Disguise Toast plays Hearthstone. He was the biggest Hearthstone streamer on Twitch. He's at Facebook Gaming, and now YouTube Gaming has a, a contract with with Hearthstone. So mm-hmm. literally, all the the primary Hearthstone streams are off of of Twitch now, and that's huge. I mean, Hearthstone's a big competitive game. Um, so it's interesting to see that. Now we also brought this up. What are your thoughts on the? The fact that Blizzard does not have exactly the best reputation right now. I mean, and, and Google getting into bed with them still. I think it's just like anything else. There's certain things, and, and Warcraft was probably the biggest one because that's what kind of spurred all of this. Is that it was a? I believe wasn't it a Warcraft tournament or something? Or what was it? Um, oh no, it was no, it was a Hearthstone, no, it was Hearthstone. It was which is Warcraft. Yeah. I mean, it's not. It's yeah. not actually it's like it's based off of World of Warcraft. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know what? They apologized. They made some statements about the situation. Um, they're trying to rebuild their reputation, um, and so I don't think it's as big of an impact as you would think it is because they did say, "Hey, we apologize. We rushed to judgment. Um, we rushed out these um, sanctions we put on this player, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. And you can say it's because there was boycotting. You could say it's because they just realized it wasn't good PR, whatever the case may be. So I think they're rebuilding their reputation because they have some great games. Uh, Diablo 4 is definitely on the radar for both of us. Oh, man, cannot wait. So, um, you know, games like that. And, you know, once World of Warcraft has another expansion, uh, more people will come back to it um, just to level their characters up and then probably walk away once the sta- content gets stale like it always does. So, Wait, um, you're saying that... Wait, wait, back up. You're saying... Sorry, I was pulling up the Blizzard Wikipedia. Are you... You're saying the content gets stale for Diablo? No, World of Warcraft. Oh, World of Warcraft. Okay, As okay. an MMO, a game that you have yeah, yeah, to yeah, yeah, pay yeah. to play, mm-hmm. um, I feel like it gets stale fast. I am one of those people who jump back on board when there's an expansion play it for like three to six months, get bored of it, and then just walk away for a little bit. And um, that's well, just it. But. And, you know, that's that says something about Diablo, I think, too. You know, and you're right. I mean, Warcraft does get very stale. Um, you know, they release a new expansion. People beat all the, you know, side quests and stuff in it, and then they basically stop again. Diablo, like even now, I've beaten Diablo 30 times over, leveling up my guy. I mean, I'm by no means a super-duper, like, level 1,000 you know monk or whatever like like you know viper like you know, yeah, no he, viper he, voodoo one on yeah, Twitch. yeah yeah <laughs> one of our friends on our streams and uh you know he he plays like religiously but that's the thing you could for some reason i don't know what it is about smashing buttons on your keyboard and blowing up demons in in hell <laughs> like it's just never gets old you could literally be doing the same thing and you just are like in this trance that I'm just going to do this because it's fun. It's the same exact thing I already did 5,000 times, but all the shiny items that drop after I kill stuff, it's just so cool. <laughs> and that's something to, I mean, that's hard to make a game like that. So I think Blizzard really has something with Diablo. So I hope, I hope they, they really expound upon that with uh, Diablo 4. You were talking about hopefully PVP. 
Um, you know, I'm Stuff really hoping like they have a PvP. Yeah. They screwed up PvP in the in Diablo 3. So one of the uh, other things that I also... So again, we cannot quiz each other because this was also done in the first podcast. And we already know the answer. But actually, in reading their wiki, it, technically... So we want to go on technicalities here. So we did this on Saturday. It says... Yeah, so Warcraft Orcs and Humans yep. was their first uh, real-time strategy game. And you're right. It actually it does say real-time strategy. I like blanked listening to listening to Joe the other day. Um, so that was their. It, it looks like their first game, but it says they did some other random stuff like uh, they, battle chess. They did some other things, but I don't know if they were under the full name of. Blizzard no, they weren't under Blizzard. At that point. So yeah, so their first Blizzard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they changed their name by May '94, and then shortly after that, they released Warcraft. So prior to that. When they were whatever the heck, what'd you say their name was? It was Silicon and Simna- Synapse? Or something, yeah, right? something weird. Yeah, I can't remember exactly what it is, but yep. They it had... says it was founded by Michael Morhaime, Alan Adam, and Frank Pierce as Silicon and Synapse. Wow, they talk about Silicon Valley BS right there. That's exactly mm-hmm. where that came from. Um, and then they changed it to Blizzard in 1994 in may so and then that's yeah. when that's when they became good they got yeah. good <laughs> so um and then after that was uh what did we say that was when uh diablo came out right and diablo came out in 97 uh on the on the windows platform and then was ported to mac and playstation i believe in 1998 okay so excuse the uh the the background music there. Whoa, that was great. <laughs> I, well, no, somebody uh, somebody just peeled out in front of my house. So. Oh wow. So. <laughs> in front of the recording studio. There you go. <laughs> so I guess with that being said, that's all I have for today. You have anything else going on? Um no, I mean that's that's pretty much it. I uh, again, I am very 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 excited to see what happens in the esports realm over the next year. Like twenty twenty is going to be insane. Um, plus, you know, all this year we're going to be getting tidbits and, and inklings of news about Xbox and PlayStation and we, we roughhouse and shit just works are going to be here at game wild, giving you all the wild updates. See, I, I took a, I took a key from you. I'm, I'm using the, the wild word there. I got you. I got you. I got you. So, um, Oh, yeah, there it goes See, again. I think I think this guy is is purposely sp- like he's spiting me right now. This is not cool. He, he just he just a, keeps doing he it. He has a small thingy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's not it's not a it's not a ten foot lifted truck. It's <laughs> it's just it's just a car. Well, um, <laughs> on that note, guys, I think that's a perfect uh, segue to end the podcast. Oh yes, um, <laughs> I'd like to thank as always everyone who's listened, everyone who's watching. We appreciate you guys. Uh, once again, any type of positive rating you can give us at the five-star level is perfect. Any review you can give us is also perfect. Catch me at Roughhouse Plays on Twitch. Um, and SJW, where can they catch you? Uh, freaking everywhere. Duh. <laughs> um, yeah, all the, all the good spots. Uh, Twitch, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, you'll find me floating around somewhere. Hit me up. It's all shit just works either spelled with or without a C <laughs> due to uh, multiple issues with registering my username. But if you give us a rating, whatever you do, I mean, I we, we deserve a five star just on my Corona shirt alone. I mean, this thing, this is straight up like 40 year old, you know, dad bod Corona shirt. It's dude, it's perfect. 
it's perfect. It's a five-star shirt, so come on. Five. You gotta watch the YouTube video to, to, to really give us a true rating, so. <laughs> All right, thank you guys, and we'll see you next week. Later, peace out.